Well, hello everybody and welcome to our Daily Bread podcast. I owe you all an apology uh, because yesterday I thought that I had pre-recorded Friday's, uh, the whole thing, and uh, I've just literally just looked on it now and realised that all you had yesterday was the Irresistible Revolution and the reading from Hebrews. Uh, So I'm really sorry about that, everybody. That is entirely my own stupid fault. I I think I I partly pre-recorded Thursdays on Wednesdays and then completely forgot to do Fridays on Thursdays. So yeah, that was all um, bad. I apologise, everybody. Um, I hope you managed to sort of fill it out yesterday with, um, you know, your own stories and your own prayers and your own everything else. So today will be complete. You'll be pleased to hear. And what a morning it is, everybody. It's morning now when I'm recording this. So uh, yeah, it is pretty darn miserable out there, isn't it? It's uh, rainy, windy, just yuck. Very gloomy as well. It was very dark this morning. Um, yeah, miserable day. But anyway, there we go. That's uh, that's life. Um, occasionally, it just happens like that, doesn't it? Let's pray this Saturday, everybody. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Your light springs up for the righteous, and all the peoples have seen your glory. Blessed are you, sovereign God, King of the nations, to you be praise and glory forever. From the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is proclaimed in all the world. As the sun of righteousness dawns in our hearts, anoint our lips with the seal of your spirit, that we may witness to your gospel and sing your praise in all the earth. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. So, um, there is not a, I did Hillary, I did do Hillary. Uh, yeah, so we're going to have the feast day of Antony and that's tomorrow, so I'll do that on Monday. Uh, so, As we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So today's Bible reading comes from Hebrews chapter 5 and we're looking at verses 11 to 14. Hebrews chapter 5 verses 11 to 14. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So today's reading from the Irresistible Revolution. Bigger is better, so we hear. We live in a world that wants things larger and larger. We want to supersize our fries, sodas, SUVs and church buildings. Cities build bigger stadiums and conventions want to draw the biggest crowds. Amid all the supersizing, I want to make a modest suggestion. Our goal should be not to get larger and larger, but to get smaller and smaller. I think of the kingdom of God as bubbling up from the bottom rather than trickling down from the top. Contrary to the pattern of the world, it is like a mustard seed. To enter it, we must become like a little child. 
God is indeed taking over the world, but it is happening through little acts of love. There was a majestic megachurch in the time of Jesus. People flocked to it, hoping to meet God there. They bought all kinds of stuff in the temple market, hoping it would bring them closer to God. And yet, it is in the middle of that religious market that Jesus flips the tables and drives out the money changers. He rebukes the religious elite who take the last pennies of, her, of homeless widows to build their palaces for God. When the disciples stand in front of that temple marvelling at its gargantuan beauty and saying, what massive stones, what massive buildings, he quickly admonishes them saying, do you see all these great buildings? Not one stone here will be left on another. And we wonder why people hated him so much. It is this monopoly on the sacred that Jesus dismantles as he redefines the temple as his body, as our bodies, the mystical body of Christ. There is something precious about corporate worship, but corporate is whenever two or three of us gather with God. We must resist the ancient temptation to centralise worship, especially at the expense of justice for the poor. The human-made temples will be split open and no stone will be left on another, as Jesus says. And of course, the powers, looking for an excuse to execute him, accused him of threatening to destroy the temple. Acts 17 reminds us that God does not live in temples built by hands. The scriptures remind us that we are God's temples, that the Spirit lives in us, and in a very special way, as Jesus says in Matthew 25:40, in the least of these, we find Jesus in disguise. Perhaps we are like Perhaps we are just as likely to encounter God over the dinner table or in the slums or in the streets as in a giant auditorium. Of course, suggesting that God doesn't need these million dollar mega cathedrals is the sort of thing that gets you into big trouble. So now our common worship responses. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is King. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Declare his glory among the nations and his wonders among all peoples. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. So our prayers today come from uh, Julian of Norwich. Um... This is a sort of a a litany and prayers, sort of squished together. Let us pray. In all my anxious moments, O God, I know I shall not be overcome. In all my fears, O God, I shall not be overcome. In all my attempts at peacemaking, O God, I shall not be overcome. In a world in which there is so much suffering, you will overcome, O God. In a world of dying hopes, You will overcome, O God. In the tears of the people of the world, you will overcome, O God. I know that at times I will be troubled. I know that at times I will be belaboured. I know that at times I will be disquieted. But I believe I will not be overcome. Amen. And so let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you once again for being with us today. Um, I look forward to being with you again on Monday. I hope you have a good rest of weekend, whatever it is that you are up to. I have got a parcel, which is quite a long way away. It's on a weird... It's, in a, it's um, up in Westfield, which is... I'm going to go and wander to, which, given the day and the wind and the rain and the mankiness of the day, I'm not massively excited about, but there we go. It gives me something to do, which would be good. Not that I'm short of things to do today, because I've got to prep for tomorrow. I've got to... Got an archdeaconry day, a stupid archdeaconry day. It's eleven something. Anyway, it's only thankfully. I think it's only going to be an hour, an hour and a half. So that'll be good. Um, I look forward to being with you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay out of mischief. Have a bit of mischief though, because it's fun. So may Christ, who sends us to the nations, give us the power of His Spirit. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.